What makes a woman truly iconic? Breaking barriers and shattering glass ceilings? Overcoming incredible obstacles? Defying standards and expectations? Some women are dangerous and even downright deadly. This is the Iconic Women Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah. Each episode, I'm here to share another woman's incredible story. Let's dive in. Meet Olga of Kiev, the first woman to rule ancient Russia, whose story somehow captures a fascinating dichotomy of both patron saint of widows and converts in the Russian Orthodox and Roman Catholic churches, as well as a clever, revenge-seeking murder princess. (laughs) Olga was married to Prince Igor I, and together they had a son. After his father's death, a local tribe called the Drevlians stopped paying tribute, which is basically like taxes. So Igor had to travel to their territory to collect. Because Igor's army was bigger, they paid, but as he was riding away, he realized they underpaid. So he turned with just a small group of his soldiers to go back. Unfortunately, when he returned demanding more money, they violently murdered him. Because Igor and Olga's son was only three years old, Olga became the regent until her son would be old enough to rule. Rumor has it that the Drevlians were like running on adrenaline from killing a king and getting away with it, so they sent a boat full of messengers and negotiators to Olga to propose that she marry her husband's literal murderer, the Drevlian Prince Maul who kind of sounds like a Star Wars character. (laughs) She basically said, Oh yes, thank you so much for the opportunity and the offer. You deserve to be truly honored. Come back tomorrow before my people and state claim that you deserve to be carried to your boat and my people will honor you. So they came back the next day and they said what she told them to and her people rose up and carried them. And they thought, whoa, baby, this is pretty cool. We are so impressive and strong that they are now carrying us to our boat. But really, Olga's people dumped them in a ditch that had been built overnight and buried them alive while she watched. And the story goes that while she watched them getting buried alive, She taunted them by asking them how they liked being honored. It gets better. So after that, Olga sent a message to the Drevlian territory and said they should send their most distinguished men to her in Kiev so that she could marry their prince with due honor. Now the Drevlians back home didn't know about the terrible fate of the first group of messengers and negotiators, so they legit gathered a party of their best men and governors and sent them to Olga in Kiev. She told them, go bathe so you can be presented fresh and clean and at your best and finest. And when they all went into the bathhouse, she set it on fire and let them all burn to death inside. And it didn't stop there. 
Olga then told the Drevlians to prepare a great feast so that she could come and visit the site of her husband's death. And they did. And while she was there, they got super drunk and were like partying really hard and Olga's armies massacred them. Apparently, 5,000 Drevlians were killed that night. Olga's armies continued to battle with the Drevlians for a year, but neither side was actually winning and neither would give up. So Olga came up with a plan to trick them. She told their capital that the rest of the cities had already surrendered and submitted tribute. The Drevlians were like, listen, we want to be done too, but we feel like maybe you're not done seeking revenge for that time we murdered your husband. So she said, nah, man, send me three pigeons and three sparrows from each house as tribute and we can just call it even. And the Drevlians thought that was like a really good deal. So they did. And Olga's army attached packages of sulfur to the bird's feet lit the sulfur on fire, and then released the birds back into the Drevlian city. The entire city burnt down, and the army killed anyone who tried to run. Now that's revenge. <laughs> What's crazy is that, believe it or not, the same vengeful murder princess is also a saint in some Eastern European churches. and. The reason why is because at a time when Eastern Europe was very dominated by paganism, Olga converted to Christianity and built churches, even though her people were pretty opposed to it. It was her grandson who finally adopted Christianity as the official religion of their empire, after Olga was long gone. But Olga brought Christianity to Eastern Europe, which is pretty freaking incredible because of the impact that the spread of Christianity had on world history. So, why is she iconic? Olga had a massive impact on world history because of her dedication to the spread of Christianity and her commitment to her conversion when it was not really accepted. But in addition, she's one of the world's first feminist icons. It's pretty mind-blowing that the second ruler of Russia was a woman and that she did not let expectations of gender roles lock her out of leadership continuously denying and creatively avoiding remarriage in order to be the one who stayed in power and in order to protect her son's rights to rule. She stood up to a boat full of negotiators and messengers and threw them into a pit. She was wise and cunning, which is what makes the most notorious politicians and leaders. And arguably, Olga is the most successful politician of ancient Russia. She also reformed the economic structure of the time, building trading posts to collect tribute and border posts, which that was the beginning of developing an actually defined border to the Russian territory. So what can we learn from her example? All too often, men try to tell women what to do and talk to us like we don't know what's going on and we should be so grateful that they're there to walk us through it. You might have heard the term mansplaining, and I feel like that's what the Drevlians tried to do after literally murdering her husband. But Olga was clever and smart, and she deserved better than to marry her husband's murderer and to get jerked around by them. 
she outsmarted them multiple times, defeated them, and also made really clear developments to her empire that showed she was a really productive, knowledgeable leader. Now she's iconic. Can't get enough? Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash iconic women podcast. If you love this podcast, make sure you subscribe and don't forget to leave a review. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.